I'm John Robson, and this is the Climate Discussion Nexus Readout, Episode 7. Every Wednesday at CDN, we put out an email called The Wednesday Wake Up, and it discusses the big climate news of the past week, significant opinion pieces, and developments in science. And then, in these readout videos, I take a few of the items from the newsletter and offer some quick extra commentary. If you want more in-depth information, please go to our website, that's climatediscussionnexus.com, subscribe to the Wednesday Wake Up, and also have a look at our videos, which you can also find on our YouTube channel, that's ClimateDN, because we have lots of videos. Our March 4th newsletter starts with the news that China's carbon emissions have plummeted recently, which is, you'd think, what the activists have been hoping for. Well, maybe more in their own countries than in China, but you know what I mean. Unfortunately, the reason for the drop is that this COVID-19 virus has done enormous harm to China's economy. Entire cities are quarantined, factories are shuttered, and the two are tightly connected. As one of the CBC's experts explains, what it shows is that emissions are closely linked to economic growth. Really? That's something we've been saying for a long time. And it's also something that all the protests and blockades in recent weeks are driving home to Canadians. Aggressive climate policy comes at a steep cost. And if you want to slash emissions, you better be prepared to slash growth, despite all that soothing talk about the green jobs of the future from politicians who know as little about economics as they do about climate. Of course, it's also possible to deal with environmental problems by growing the economy, but that's a road rather less taken of late. Now, if you haven't seen our latest video on climate sensitivity, also known as how bad is CO2, I encourage you to take a look. Yeah, it is a bit technical, but it's interesting and it's important, and we do try to cover all the details. Because it's all about the ECS. That is, the amount of warming that we should expect if atmospheric CO2 doubles, once all the complex feedback mechanisms have settled down, if in fact they ever do settle down. And it matters if you've ever been harangued by relatives or cowed into silence where you work because you expressed doubts about the climate change party line and someone sneered, don't you believe in the science? I guarantee you, people who ask that question have no idea what's been going on in the science over the past decade, especially the science around ECS. The computer models assume that it's around three, you double atmospheric CO2, world temperature goes up by three degrees. But recent research says it's more like one and a half degrees, maybe even less. So if you share this video with the person you've been arguing with or just share its essential arguments, you might find yourself having the sort of sensible discussion that we're aiming for here at CDN. Now, excuse me, folks, I'm just gonna interrupt briefly here. I wanna ask you to do something for us. You've heard of the 97% number. We've made a video about it. But now I want to talk about the 86%, which is the proportion apparently of people who are watching our videos but have not yet subscribed to our YouTube channel. I want to ask you to do that because it helps us to build our audience and build the channel. So the button's right there. Just click on it. I can wait. It's right there. You're subscribed? Great, because that way you'll hear about it as soon as we make a new video. And as I say, it helps us to build the channel and sustain CDN. So thanks for that. Now back to the show. Of course, as you probably discovered and we know all too well, it can be very hard to have a sensible discussion with some of the extremists out there, even if you're one of them. Just ask Amazon's Jeff Bezos. 
You see, one of this week's newsletter items starts with Bezos donating $10 billion to climate activism. But repeat after me, the real money's in denial. Only to find himself denounced by activists as a running dog of capitalism. No, really, just as the activists have started turning on other billionaires and bankers donating vast sums to the climate movement. You see, apparently, all this generous philanthropy is just a cunning plot by the bourgeoisie. It's fake change that actually perpetuates the unjust and oppressive Western economic system that trashes the planet and the poor. The same way the Communist Party's told us the welfare state was 70 years ago or so. Yeah, I'm afraid it's true. These radicals are channeling the ghosts of Marx and Lenin. I don't like cheap shots, but that gag about watermelons seems to apply here. That same kind of uncompromising, hate everything, smash everything thinking that once characterized the Marxist left is now infiltrating the climate movement, or for that matter, marching boldly in. So if you're in that possibly shrinking class of citizens who'd like to see sensible discussion on climate policy options, you better start thinking about how to prevent the extremists from taking over any more of the debate than they already have. And in fact, I'd say especially if you're concerned about climate change, you better be a bit more careful about the company you keep. Oh, speaking of people who want to see sensible discussion on climate, a big thank you to all those who signed up recently to support our work from everywhere. In our previous videos, we talked about the support of ordinary Canadians, but lately we've been getting messages from people saying, hey, I'm in Denmark, or Australia, Sweden, France. So hello Denmark, Australia, Sweden, and France. Thanks for watching and contributing, because here at CDN, we depend on the support of regular folks from around the world who want climate sanity. And if those people are also hoping for some good news, perhaps surprisingly, we do have some of that in our most recent newsletter, namely that polar bear populations are soaring. Yes, that's right, those cute, white, incredibly dangerous bears are back, despite warnings a few years ago that they would soon be extinct. Warnings that were repeated so often that it comes up on Google as soon as you type in a search for polar bears. And just in case stories about the rebounding of their population don't pop up there, don't worry, because the links are in the Wednesday Wake Up. So, if you're watching this video and you haven't yet visited our blog, all our past Wednesday Wake Up entries are posted there. You can filter them by category and there's a handy search box. So if you want to find out something about, say, tornadoes, just type it in, hit enter, and you'll see the information pop up. Or put in polar bears and you won't get some bogus link about them dying out. You'll get the facts. Make sure you visit our website, subscribe to our videos on YouTube, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and sign up for the Wednesday Wake Up. For the Climate Discussion Nexus, I'm John Robson.